baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Amy Marks, Kors, and Chris Ranji on KMOX. Uh, Farm Bill expired back in September, and there is an effort to get another one completed, get it uh, finished, and to talk about that with us and why it matters to you. We go to the Quiver River Electric guest line this morning. Joby Young is the executive vice president of the American Farm Bureau Federation and uh, joins us now on KMOX. Joby, we appreciate your time. Thank you for being with us. Hi, Chris and Amy. Great to be with you, and thanks for the opportunity. Uh, absolutely. And, again, the first thing is, um, why does this farm bill matter? Because you hear farm bill, uh, okay, why that doesn't have anything to do with me, but it kind of does because we all eat, don't we? So why why does this farm bill matter, matter before we get to the, uh, the to the current status of it? Yeah, you're exactly right. We do all eat, and, and a lot of times we call it the food and farm bill because it's it's really the, the principal piece of federal policy that affects the United States food supply. And, uh, you know, that extends beyond our agriculture industry, beyond farmers. So you're right. A lot of people think that it that it's about farming, uh, maybe only matters to farmers, but it really matters to everybody because because it uh, it affects the whole food supply chain. And when we go to the grocery store or go to a restaurant, uh, that, that's partly in, uh, as a result of the farm bill. Well, let's just um, lay it out 101. What exactly is in the Farm Bill? Well, the Farm Bill is a bit uh, a, a broad piece of legislation, and it, it's developed over the years to really cover the entire uh, food supply chain. So, of course, it has what a lot of people that, that are familiar with it think about in terms of, of farm programs that are important to, to farmers and ranchers across the country and uh, in, in terms of risk management programs and conservation programs and things like that. But it also has other things that people don't always think about uh, if, if they're not familiar with it, like uh, our nutrition programs that, uh, that uh, folks will take advantage of that, that are in times of need across the, across the country. It involves things like agricultural research that helps us continue to innovate and, and, and can feed a growing uh, population uh, into the future. Uh, and then another big piece would be rural development uh, aspects. And so we have a, uh, a lot of programs in there that, that help uh, uh, pr- uh, provide resources and, and opportunity to rural communities uh, across the country to, to grow and thrive there, too. So a lot, a lot goes into the Farm Bill. There are various forms of Farm Bills that have been passed going back almost uh, 100 years. What, what sort of authority does this give the USDA? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Sure. Well, the USDA, uh, uh, 29 agencies that cover the entire food supply chain, everything from um, 
from rural development, like I mentioned, to farm programs, conservation programs, administering uh, the SNAP program, which some people are familiar with is, is food stamps. And so all of these programs are rolled in the Farm Bill, and, and so it, it gives the authority and sort of the direction to the USDA of, of what, the, what the Congress, uh, how they want to spend uh, money, how they want programs to be administered, what the priorities are for those programs, uh, uh, what restrictions they're putting on them, and directions like that. So when a Farm Bill is passed, uh, the USDA Secretary of Agriculture goes out, and all those agency heads and the people that work at USDA go and administer that in various ways across those areas I mentioned. When you're looking at a, a bill like this, obviously there are a lot of uh, titles within it, a lot of uh, different aspects. How much consensus is there like from farmers, I should say, with how the farm bill is actually put together, whether it's the way subsidies work, uh, the way other uh, parts of the bill are meant, the, the programs are meant to assist farmers. Is there a lot of consensus? Is there always a lot of debate within the community about that? Well, uh, I'd say the uh, two, two parts of that answer. There, there is broad consensus uh, about uh, what's important in the farm bill for farmers and ranchers. And those are those are things like risk management, sort of number one, when you think about things like uh, crop insurance and, and, and farm programs. And that's a big piece of the farm bill, and that's something that's really important to the farm and ranching community. Historically, risk management, cause, 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 because farming is an extremely risky business compared to so many other things uh, that you can be involved in when you think about uh, weather and global commodity price swings and all these other things that affect farmers that most of us don't, don't think about uh, when we get up and go to work every morning. Uh, and, and then uh, uh, it's even more uh, uh, important in, in the last few years. We've all seen COVID and the pandemic and all the, you know, inflation and, and uh, the war in Ukraine and how that affected global commodity markets. So a lot of uh, uncertainty out there that is, is really new and fresh. And, and, and so that's important to farmers and a lot of consistent, uh, consensus around that. But then also, I think that's something that a lot more uh, folks that aren't involved in farming are, are more uh, aware of, you know, when, they, when they've seen what happened in the grocery store shelves in the last few years and other things. So a lot of consensus around those things. The second piece I'd, I'd mention, amongst others, is around, uh, around conservation. And, and, you know, that's been an important part in the farming community uh, for years and, and increasingly in the public, uh, wanting to keep te- uh, having the momentum we've had over years to have better and better sustainability outcomes, and that's been accomplished through the, the approach we've taken in the Farm Bill, and, and we hope to have that con- uh, uh, extend into the future as well. So uh, that's the big consensus that you see. And, of course, there's always, you know, little aspects here and there, regional priorities and things that have to be sorted out, but, but those conversations always happen, and you, and you always work for them to have a good Farm Bill at the end of the day. Joe B. Young with the American Farm Bureau Federation visiting with us on KMOX. You mentioned SNAP being part of this uh, bill historically. Also uh, concerns about climate as it uh, pertains to farmers because it is such a, you know, there's a, there's a lot of volatility there. So it can absolutely affect uh, their income, a farmer's individual income. What sort of uh, of pushback are you seeing on uh, portions of the bill like that, stuff that pertains to SNAP, to climate. We know there is some pushback against that. How how severe is it, though? Well, there's always a debate around nutrition programs, every farm bill, uh, and that's, that's uh, historically been true, and I, you know, I think it'll be true in the, in the conversation about this uh, uh, upcoming farm bill. Uh, you know, f- folks making sure that, that policymakers, members of Congress are dialing in the right way about how those programs are administered and the right uh, – 
the right accountability measures and, and things like that that are put in. And, and those conversations will happen, and, and that, that's, pretty, that's common, and that's something that's to be expected. We want our policymakers to have a robust, uh, uh, thoughtful conversation about that. Uh, when it comes to climate and sustainability, uh, that's something that, like I mentioned, there's been conservation programs in the Farm Bill for years, and it, but that is something that the public is, is more and more interested in uh, about, um, about what's going on in agriculture in that space. And there's really a great story to tell. A lot of, of, uh, of, of, of advancements have been made over there. It's got 140 million acres in conservation, uh, enrolled in conservation around the country. And uh, that's, a, that's a great story to tell. Uh, agriculture has reduced the amount of acreage uh, that is, is utilized in agriculture over the years. And since the 1940s, agricultural out, output has gone up 175%. So you have something uh, like corn, for instance, a lot of corn acres in Missouri and southern Illinois. Uh, you know, you're, you're growing a significant amount more corn on, on fewer acres over the years. So that's a great story to tell and something that there's always discussion about how we can do better. And farmers and ranchers are bar- a part of that discussion, always want to be a part of that and uh, have a great story to tell. And we, we hope to uh, see good results in the future as well. And this is a question that I have, just looking at different data points and studies and uh, looking at subsidies for farms and how a lot of really big, uh, successful farms get a lot of those subsidies. And maybe it's not that the subsidies are going primarily to smaller farms. Is that purposeful? Is that something that, well, that's the way it's worked out. We're trying to fix that. I just looking at that number, I don't know how what that means for farmers other than a lot of uh, the subsidies are going to bigger farms. Uh, well, there's across the country. There's farms of of all sizes. We need them all. They all uh, have a special, uh, you know, particular pot, uh, part in the food supply chain. And uh, at the end of the day, it's about risk management and uh, uh, farm programs, crop insurance programs. Those things are are important. Uh, you know, no matter what size you are, and there's different tools, uh, you know, uh, available to different uh, size farmers. And at the end of the day, it's about uh, making sure that we have those risk management tools in place so that the folks that are growing our food, no matter their size or what region of the country they're in, that they're able to appropriately uh, manage their risk and have a, have a secure food supply. We, we enjoy the, uh, the, the most secure and, and affordable food supply in, in, in the world in the United States. And, and those risk management programs have been, a, have been a big part of that. Now, there's always a conversation, I think, about, uh, about what those look like every farm bill. Uh, we at Farm Bureau, we all we uh, we we represent uh, farmers across the board. About 65% of our our uh, members that make up our policy, that vote and create our policy, are are small and medium sized, and and they uh, and they prioritize having those risk management tools uh, just like everyone else. Um, last thing for you before we say goodbye, Joby, and and we mentioned that this has been going on for almost 100 years. There have been farm bills over that time. How confident are you we're going to get something done here uh, relatively soon? Uh, I'm confident uh, that 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 uh, it'll be a priority of the of the Congress, and 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 we'll we'll make its way into the into the legislative calendar. Obviously, a lot going on right now in Washington D.C. in terms of government funding uh, debates, and, and there's been some recent leadership changes. The the great thing that that we're really uh, that we're, we're really positive about is that new speaker came in. He, on his initial list of his priorities, put the Farm Bill right there at the top. Uh, we have some really great, uh, we have some really great leaders in the agriculture committees that are really pushing for the Farm Bill. So we feel really positive about it. And then, and then the last thing is that, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the Farm Bill is something that's on the radar of a lot more uh, 
folks outside of the agriculture committees, uh, you know, given the events of the last few years. So a lot more people are calling and they're asking their uh, representatives and their congressmen and their senators about the farm bill and saying, hey, this matters. This matters, to, you know, no matter who you are, whatever walk of life you're in, uh, because we want to maintain that, that secure food supply and have that affordable food supply for, for years in the future, because it's really about the future. It's about what, what's happening uh, on that landscape the uh, next five or ten years, and we want to maintain that. Joe B., wishing you the best in this. Thank you for, for taking the time to talk with us today. We do appreciate it. All right. Thank you for having me. Joby Young, Executive Vice President of the American Farm Bureau Federation, with us here on KMOX. When we come back, did you see this? That's next. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.